0: there's a lot of confusion when it comes to pete davidson's dating life he's this regular dude looks kind of skinny let's be honest he's dating one after the other hot chick high value women ariana grande kim kardashian for a while and now emily Ratka. i don't know how to say the name it really doesn't make a lot of sense to the outside world it does make sense to me because i've been doing nothing else for the last eight years than surround myself with as many women as I can and learn about them. So when I heard the news that Pete is now dating the Polish supermodel Emily, I thought I'll make a video and go a little bit deeper into why is that. Welcome to the Natural Lifestyle Podcast with your hosts, James Marshall, and Liam McRae, where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity, seduction, dating, lifestyle design, sexuality, psychedelics, you name it. This is The Natural Lifestyles Podcast. He's not particularly rich. i mean, sure he has an income working at the SNL show, but there's billionaires and Emily could easily marry. Wasn't she even married to a guy who's like worth hundreds of millions? I don't know, but she could easily easily date a billion. So does Kardashian, so does Ariana. His style is super weird, like, if you think about good style, probably you think about suits and things that are matching and the, the latest fashion, he does none of that shit, it's wholly mixed up. He doesn't have masculine face, strong beard, he is pretty tall, it's obviously a bonus, but as I figured out over time, that can be a thing that just so stuck in your head of like, uh, I'm not tall, therefore I will never date hot women i made it a mission to do it anyway and you know over the last as i said eight years i've been dating nines and tens especially beautiful russian and ukrainian girls who didn't care that i'm not 185 i'm actually 175 so i found an old clip from one year ago where emily talks about dave so let's Check what she had to say about him. I feel like only other men feel that way. When yeah. Guys are like, wow, what's that guy got? And I'm like, I mean, he seems super charming. He's yep. vulnerable. Yep. He's lovely. Great. His fingernail polish is awesome. Like he <laughs> looks good. There you go. He's great. All yeah. right. Well, yeah. I'm sold. I'm gonna have him back on. Good relationship um, with his mother. Yeah, you great know. relationship with his mother. I know, it's a lot to digest. Uh she literally said things like, He's super charming. Okay, that makes sense. He's vulnerable, he's lovely. He has fingernail polish. A great relationship with his mother. And you know, it's overall really hard to find guys like that. Now, is that the key, really? I have to be vulnerable and lovely and put paint on my nails. Very confusing message here by Emily. You know, Emily's a great girl she has dated high-value men, she obviously knows what she's doing, she's written books, she showed up in videos, She, she built a strong career, which I respect, but like so many other women and in general everybody, she doesn't really sit down and think, what really turns me on in a guy and especially if I had to coach a guy to become the kind of guy that I'm attracted to, what would I specifically tell him? What missions would I give him to accomplish? What would I tell him to change about himself, discover about himself? She sees the world through her own lens. She thinks, okay, I I do like that he has a good relationship with his mom. She lists the conscious things. She's not listing the unconscious things that really attract her. Fair enough. Everybody is like that. That's where guys like me come in who spend a lot of time thinking it through on a deeper level. I also had incredible mentors in my life who explain me stuff that takes decades to discover. So in this video, we're going to actually find out what makes Pete so attractive. Number one. Pete has social freedom. He is socially free. This is an incredible thing, but also when it comes to dating and seduction. He doesn't give a fuck what anybody thinks about him. He's putting himself out there, which basically means he's able to say things that other people don't say. He's able to shut down that voice that we all have inside of us, which is like, you're not good enough. People will judge you. Don't do this. Don't wear this. And so on, which in general is extremely liberating think about it and when it comes to dating it is a superpower because of the fact that he's authentic he can be really himself like when you listen to Pete talk you don't think he's putting on a mask you can trust him you can trust that he whatever wants to say he will say if he has maybe a bad opinion about you he will be direct he won't you know keep it and talk behind your back which is incredibly relaxing in a relationship if you have a partner who can just directly in a nice way confront you about the things that is maybe annoying or that create some friction well this will be super good for a smooth relationship. Also, obviously, if you always put yourself out there and you say whatever you want to say, you will be very polarized. You will make really good friends and you will make enemies, which basically means there's a lot of women out there who would never date Pete, who got offended within 90 seconds of meeting him. But on the flip side of that, there are certain women who absolutely love him. They are getting addicted to that energy they're being drawn to him it's usually much better to not try to make everybody like you because first of all it's impossible anyway you can be the the smoothest coolest guy always in control rich good looking and it will still be plenty of people who have a problem with that you might as well stop trying say what you want to say put yourself out there try to overcome that voice in your head which is by the way a long process like it took me personally years and years and years and approaching hundreds of Women on the street, thousands actually. But if you do that, you will get to a point where the people who do value you really value you. Pete obviously learned to be socially free mainly through his stand up comedy career. I guess he didn't approach thousands of girls on the street like I did, although he could. You know, I mean, I'm often surprised to learn how. Guys who are really good with women actually started out with street approach. Like I heard in a Dan Bilzerian video once that he did approaching when he was younger. But let's assume he learned most of it on the stage during doing stand up, right? Because the reality of a comedian is harsh. You write down a bunch of jokes and you practice them in front of a very critical audience who is not already in love with you. And usually, 90% of the material would just totally bomb. If you have been at a comedy club before, you will know what I mean. This is a harsh routine because in order to become good at this, which he clearly is, he's filling big rooms of people who want to come to see him do comedy. He had to perfect that process he had to repeat and repeat and repeat constantly push his head against the wall and fail and fail and overcome the fear of sucking this is the reason why on our dating workshop on day one we put the guys into situations where they're challenged with their social fears i don't want to call it anxiety because it's not really clinical but clearly where they have to confront it where they have to do things that they their inner voice usually screams loud enough to not make them do it because most of us worry too much what people think about us it makes sense and we grew up in tribes we want to fit in we want to be liked we have the need to be loved nobody wants to be excluded from their peers and their inner tribe and the people we value and who we love so the safe thing to do is to fit in but first of all we don't live in small tribes anymore we live in huge cities of millions of people where we can talk to someone or we can perform in front of somebody and even if they hate us even if they think we're an idiot and not funny or weird we'll never see them again and it doesn't really matter so now that voice in our head that initially trained us to be safe and survive now blocks us from really doing what we want to do in life it blocks us from living up to our potential which is sad and crazy and unfortunately how 99% of people live. Like imagine you could just go out the street with your new weird outfit and you wouldn't even spend five seconds of brain energy on thinking, oh my God, how do I look? And oh, that girl looked at me, maybe she's judging me. And oh, now that girl did a weird facial expression after she looked at me, what is she thinking, da da da. Most of us go through life with these or these type of thoughts, we're constantly worrying about others' opinions, and we're making shit up. We don't even know what's real, right? Maybe the girl looked at us thinking, Ah, this guy kind of looks like my cousin. Pete, to bring it back to him, (laughs) he's not doing that anymore. I'm sure he isn't. And that's why it's so comfortable to being around him because he is in his masculine core. He's strong, he says something with purpose because he's probably also good at delivery and directing his voice because he's training that on stage as well. And then when he says this, he said it, he means it, and he's strong in that. This is a vital skill, not just to date hotties in Hollywood, for every guy out there. Like we are in a box these days. We don't even look people into the eyes anymore. If you're inspired and you wanna improve your social freedom skills, literally walk out the door today and try to make strong eye contact with 10 people and get their eye contact back. You can make it a little game. Walk around as long as 10 people really looked you in the eyes. And then you can smile and you can even say, hello, this is you already you know, giving energy out instead of locking yourself in all the time. This is a huge skill to do anything in life this is why i have this instagram post which is basically saying my tribe is built on cringe because i realized i think early on i will never be the cool guy (laughs) i'll always be a bit of the nerd i will never have full control over my posture and voice and mannerisms all the time so i might as well stop trying and just embrace that life is cringe sometimes and i'm okay with that number two Charm. Emily says that Pete is super charming. Okay, cool. Again, it's one of those things where girls tell you stuff like, be confident, be yourself, the right one will come. Female slash mom slash cute auntie dating advice is just very confusing. What does charm really mean it has many elements obviously by you improving your social freedom automatically you will be more charming you will increase your charisma really charm is at its core more intrinsic you kind of like feel it when you have it now I'm really vague here but what I want to get it is you can't just replicate it by watching YouTube videos of other youtubers explaining why a charismatic guy is really charismatic, and then you just copy him, right? Chris Hemsworth is charismatic because he is being Chris Hemsworth, doing Chris Hemsworth things, saying Chris Hemsworth things. Kanye West is charismatic in a totally different way because he's being really himself. So they are just the best version of themselves they can be. If you just copy stuff from different people, now you are five out of 10 of a bunch of people, which means nothing. The authenticity, just goes away there are things though you can do to increase your charisma we covered social freedom the other one is year of rejection and overcoming that one it's in the same category and we have a clip here of pete when he's already dating kim explains her how he was for the first time asking her for her number and this is what she's saying i asked for your number at the last minute and you pretended that you couldn't give it to me because you had gloves on i know will you ask me again this time I, I don't have gloves on sure it's a quite cute clip because it clearly shows it's not like easy for him he doesn't show it oh all i'm a i'm a man i'm a ball i didn't actually care you know 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 he shows his vulnerability which is incredibly strong the misconception so many men out there have that being vulnerable as a man means you're weakly and a pussy being vulnerable is the strongest thing you can do because we all pussies inside and you telling the world hey i'm being a pussy right now i'm being open i'm opening myself do you want to attack me this is a good time to attack me do it is extremely strong so vulnerability means opening up means making yourself ready for failure and attack and you're doing it anyway which is extremely respectful it hurt for peter as well but he did it anyway and seems like he was ultimately unfazed by it because he tried again he tried again not saying to be needy and triple text a girl hey want to go out want to go out want to go out but you need to become okay with rejection because guess what The world is harsh. It will reject you 99 out of 100 times for the stuff you really want. And you just have to keep going, keep going, keep going. And good things will come to you. And you building that resilience and you not caring about the immediate outcome, but of you doing the action, you will be rewarded and your charisma will go up. Another thing which makes Pete really charismatic is he has actually a strong masculine side, but it's very balanced. He's not over eagerly trying to look like like a strong, tough guy. In this little clip, Kim is telling just a cute, a thing that she thought was cute. Let's look at that real quick. And I fell asleep at 8:30. I was so tired, and I woke up in the morning with dried pimple medicine on my nose. Oh and my like God. he put it on for me in my sleep because <laughs> he knew, so cute. he knew that I really that so needed funny. it. To- so obviously, this is a cute thing. You know, while Kim is sleeping, he thought, oh, she has a pimple, and she wants, she has to shoot the next day, so I should put a cream on her. Little extra thing he does that other guys just would totally miss. Clearly, she thought it's cute. Her sisters or whoever those people in the show are <laughs> thought it's cute. The producers thought it's a good idea to put that meme out there this is similar to you know pulling in a chair when a girl comes or opening the door and stuff like that i see a lot of guys getting really messed up in these days and ages because of the overly strong feminism movement that is very loud very attacking and guys then automatically think oh all women are like that right now just because 0.1 of women Say things like, oh, I can open my own door and I'm, I'm totally independent. I don't need any man ever again. Fuck man, da, da, da. In my experience, this is just the loudest people which doesn't mean it's the majority of people. All of women, almost, 99.9% of women still really appreciate this form of masculinity, this caring way of treating your woman well, of seeing the little details, doing those little things. It's not about you being the absolute boss and buying her a Ferrari and stuff like that. At the end of the day, she wants to feel comfortable with you. She wants to wake up and live her day and you can make it a little bit better. This is what being a gentleman, gentle man really means. And if you think about it, this is actually another form of being direct. It's another, level of social freedom and not caring too much of what people think and him being authentic he saw that she has a pimple and he acted upon it he could act like he's ignoring it and he doesn't see her weaknesses he doesn't want to deal with the fact that he sees her ugly side and so on so he wants to protect himself from that a similar example is when Dudes, friendship, male friendship. Somebody would have like spinach in their teeth. I see it over and over again. They're describing themselves as good friends, and they let their bro walk around all day with spinach in their fucking mouth, and they can't just say, "Hey, bro, you got some spinach in your teeth. You should take it out. It looks dumb." Or a guy has really bad breath, or a guy really stinks, and he's sitting at a business meeting. I early on just started telling my friends when there's something wrong with their appearance or their smell. Not because I'm an asshole. I get any joy out of it. Like, it still takes social. Freedom for me to do it. I don't want to do it, but it makes the tribe better. Him and Kim in this situation are their own little tribe. They are a couple and he wants to make her look good, even though he needs to call out her ugliness. It's just a fucking pimple. We all have pimples, but you get the point. This is what makes it actually super strong. How do you learn that part of charisma? Really just being around women more and more and more. FaceTime is key in this case you cannot really watch youtube videos on that stuff or read books you need to surround yourself with women you need to build a life and a lifestyle where women come into your, you know, proximity and it just takes time. Get female friends, choose a hobby that isn't just purely masculine, do more holidays, do activities that involve women, build a lifestyle that is attractive to women. So if you're a programmer who's also working from home, all your co-workers are male and then you barely go on like group holidays where it's mixed men and women and your hobbies are also like jujitsu and whatever other masculine stuff well it will be really really difficult to get face time with women for you one hobby could you replace with something like yoga or dancing where just by doing the activity you will automatically just meet more women not even saying dating them but just being around them will teach you things